Well, I never wanted to go after Watson to begin with because uh, I had no clue which way the story was going, and that was exactly the point. You didn't know. There were so many unknowns. Because remember, that story, the decision to sign Watson, well, trade for Watson first. Well, in other words, there's all these parts of it. Number one, you have a guy with uh, who didn't play last year because the Houston Texans didn't quite know what to do with his case with the massage therapist. They told him to stay home and paid him to do so. Then number two, uh, to get him, first the Browns had to talk to him, what was supposed to be kind of a meet and greet, get to know the guy. Because he had a no-trade clause in his old contract, Watson's agent turned that thing into a bidding war with the Browns and others to give Watson a brand-new contract. So after they realized that, then they had to go work a trade with Houston. So that led to six picks, including three first-rounders. Then he had to give Watson a contract that's the biggest in NFL history uh, with uh, $230 million guaranteed. So in other words, what they did here is they took on a a very uncertain situation, a likely suspension and everything else, B, giving up all those draft picks, and C, giving him a contract that uh, they do have a salary cap in the NFL. I don't care how much money Jimmy Haslam spends, but I want to make sure that they have uh, enough money to put together a good team over the next few years. So that's what they did, and, you know, as of right now, we don't know what they're going to do with the NFL. I mean, again, I, can't, I don't want to hear that, well, it, you didn't do anything illegal. Well, as far as I know, there were no laws illegally about deflating footballs, but that was still four games for Tom Brady. And frankly, there were no criminal charges made with Miles Garrett hit Mason Rudolph with a helmet, and that cost him six games. And even Calvin Ridley, who's a receiver, was recently suspended for an entire year for playing some football pools. Terry, when we look at that locker room as well, you're talking about a leader of men mm-hmm. who have wives, who have families... And then all this stuff surrounding Deshaun Watson. And then you have Baker Mayfield still hanging out there. What's that locker room like right now? Well, A, they feel like Baker's not on the team. He's not there. So I think that's – frankly, Baker's irrelevant to those guys. It's just the way it is. Remember, I mean, Joe Batonio yesterday said, what, 20 30% of the roster turns over every year. Secondly – Football players are, I like a lot of us in the workplace, we, we don't have to be best friends or whatever. We're looking, does this guy do the job? Does he show up and does he do the job? Does this lady, you know, is she good at what she does? Uh, and does she treat me okay? And whatever the other stuff is, you kind of put that in a different box and don't worry about it. So you may say that stuff, Ray, but most, I think most people, especially in the world of professional sports, are very practical. Um, they, they think Watson's fine. Uh, they're not going to worry about it because also they probably know a lot about other guys that they've played with over the years that we don't. That's not exactly the most uh, uh, enduring story. Terry Pluto is with us here talking about the quarterback situation with the Browns. So this is eventually going to play out, and I, I think Terry was saying there's going to be some sort of suspension. We just don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the Baker side of this story are they going to have to release him? Or I did hear rumblings that maybe trade talks increasing again with Carolina. What are you hearing on the Baker Mayfield side? They'll work a deal somewhere with them. You know, uh, if you're Carolina, do you really want to go with Sam Darnold over the last two years who's thrown more interceptions than touchdown passes? Uh, the answer is no. What I'm concerned about is 
I don't know how long Watson will be out. You know, the latest is he may hear around July 4th what it is. But it's hard to believe it's only going to be four games or something. It's going to be probably substantial. So, therefore, uh, you better get another quarterback in. All right, who is the backup quarterback? Jacoby Brissett. No, he's a starter. I'm sorry. If you take Watson out of the... Uh, <laughs> oh, that's play, true. That's true, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, take Watson out. Your backup quarterback is three seconds. Dobbs. Yeah, and he is? A runner. Throwing 17 passes in the NFL. <laughs> so, uh, it's good that you even know his name. Most people don't. So, the point being, do you really want to go into your season, even eight games, six games, what, with that? I don't. Mm-hmm. So, they have to go get somebody who's played some in the league. And while there's a lot of denial about a Baker for Sam Darnold trade, that actually sort of fixes two problems. It may not come up now. Because I think Cleveland will wait till they have more clarity on how long Watson will be out. But that could be one way to go. Not that Darnold's great, but you'd rather have Darnold than Joshua Dobbs. And so we'll we'll see. They could put other elements in the trade. So that's how I, I see it. But when people talk about the Watson acquisition, you have to just keep in mind there are so many aspects to it. Terry. And, and one executive told me he was the the biggest high-risk, high-reward deal he can remember in, like, you know, 30 years in the NFL. And I tend to agree. Terry, let me ask you this. And you've certainly been through the ups, the downs of the franchise. You've seen the the crowd go nuts and bubbling enthusiasm. You've also seen people just so upset and throwing their arms. Mm -hmm. Where do you categorize right now? Because everything that I'm reading, and again, I have a small circle compared to most, but everything that I'm reading is saying that the fan base is pretty upset about this. Now, winning will take care of a lot of those things. But where do you think this fan base is? And then the bigger picture is the Haslam ownership of the Browns. Remember, owners are owners. You know what that means? They pretty much could do almost anything they want. You can't make people sell. I mean, look, if you were to have votes should it, to make the Dolan sell the, uh, the Guardians, I mean, every year they probably would get lose the election and sell the Guardian. But they, they own it. It doesn't matter. You know, I think... Uh, I mean, it's funny, you watch what's going on in Berea, and then, you know, all you do is hear the criticism of the Dolans, and, mm-hmm. you know, in the last nine years, the mm-hmm. Cleveland baseball team has won, uh, had eight winning seasons, five playoffs, and one trip to the um, uh, World Series. In that same nine-year period, the Browns have had one winning season and one trip to the playoffs. Now, if you were to turn around and, and say the Browns in the last nine years have had eight winning seasons, five playoffs, one Super Bowl, um, you'd be building statues. But in the meantime, you know, the, the Dolans are cheap. And where I'm going back is owners can do what they want, and whether they're popular or not. Um, we'll see how it plays out with the fan base. I think it depends how long uh, Watson's out, and then it depends how he plays. But I think they did alienate a substantial part of it. Um, you know, they asked for all of this. And by the way, this is an ownership decision. Even if all your football people are 100% on board, let's go get Watson no matter what the cost. And I don't know if that's true or not. But let's let's see, let's make that assumption. Go get them. I don't care what we have to give up. I'm all for it. The ownership has to make the decision on this because this is more than a football decision. This reflects on your franchise. As you just said, all the division and that. 
Uh, I've seen division over the Browns before, but it's one thing to be divided over how you feel about Baker Mayfield or or even the tanking stuff that they did. It's another thing where you really have uh, all these, uh, uh, you know, what I would say at best, unsavory accusations hanging over Watson and, and what all that means with um, women and, and so on. It, I, I tell you, I'm not sure the last time I hated a story more than this one. I bet. I, I bet it. I, I, I can't recall it. There probably is someone I could have been around since the Civil War, but, you know, really, <laughs> this is awful. And so we'll see. Terry, my, my final question is, Deshaun spoke this uh, week, a couple of days mm-hmm. ago. Um, what do you think of his delivery? A lot of people very critical, lying through his teeth. A lot of people found him some, some, some sincerity out of his comments he had to say the other day. What stood out to you? Well, he needs to get out there and say something because um, everybody there was getting sick of having to answer questions about him, <laughs> whether it's the players or the coach. They won't say it, but it's true. Secondly, they needed to just – he. I was curious to see. He's in that I never disrespected, I never assaulted, I never did anything wrong. That's his fortress. He's, he's there. So it was interested to hear him say that, you know. Um, but I don't think it changed a whole lot of minds. I wrote a column immediately afterwards that it really doesn't matter what the, you know, you have two high-priced lawyers in Texas just having a, 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 a brawl on the PR front on this. And then he spoke, but really none of that matters. What matters is uh, how the NFL rules and then eventually how the courts roll. Do you think, and taking this story just a little broader here, don't the Houston Texans, it looks like they enabled this whole thing, or at least well, turned their they head. ought to be investigated. Yeah, I agree, 100%. Absolutely. The moment I saw that, yeah, I'm not sure. It's kind of unclear whether it's hotel rooms. I did ask an executive from another team, said, do you ever have any guys running around with non-disclosure agreements? Because I've never heard that. Now, they have some people work for the team that do that. I mean, look, when you have most of I don't know how many massage therapists you use, but I can tell you, most, most teams, players use like two. They prefer one. I mean, they don't want different people. Uh, treating their bodies because their bodies are so important to what they do. You know, but mm-hmm. I remember Jamal Lewis had one acupuncturist and one um, massage therapist, and I think one lived in Baltimore and one lived on the West Coast, and he wanted them flown in, you know, each week when he played for the Browns. Or so. uh, that's the kind of stories I always heard. Baker Mayfield has a doctor on the West Coast. He was involved in the weekly decisions with the with the Browns doctors and how he was being treated. You know, he wasn't shopping for a doctor online. I mean, it's crazy.